Com. Just what the doctor ordered. And now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, everyone's social media friend, it's Deb Creer. Every week, Deb talks with the movers and shakers, the experts, the best of the best in social media, bringing you all of the latest tips, techniques, and trends for successfully using social media. In social media, there's only one constant, Deb Creer. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to promote themselves using social media. And I am live here in Atlanta, but how cool is this? My guest is live in Switzerland. Woohoo! Isn't this so cool? So welcome, Sarah Santa Croce. Thank you so much uh, for that. Warm and uh, pleasant uh, welcome, Deb. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, we were just discussing in the back office that uh, you have some temperature some, somewhere in the 80s, and over here it's in the 60s, so oh, I could uh, use some heat over here. I know. You know, and, and it's, it is you know, warm and toasty here in Hotlanta, um, and I will be very glad when it gets cool again because I am from Colorado and actually from the mountains of Colorado. So I'm, this heat is still just too much for me. Um, and, you know, can't wait for it to be fall here because I have to admit, fall in Atlanta is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and we'll talk a little bit. I want to know a little bit more about Switzerland when we get into this because I've never been there, so I think it would be cool um, to learn more about and I think our listeners would be interested also. But before we really jump in, let me tell the listeners a little bit more about you. So Sarah Santa Croce helps small business owners get clients online. She teaches you how to increase your online visibility so you can quit chasing clients and get found, how to tap into the power of social media to increase your leads, and how to understand and master the intricacies of Internet marketing. LinkedIn is her favorite platform, and she helps businesses and entrepreneurs to use it in order to capitalize their growth. Sarah's expertise and eagerness to share her knowledge with others have made her an in-demand expert and a sought-after presenter at numerous workshops and webinars. Sarah lives and works in beautiful Switzerland, but works in three languages with people from all over the world, and she does this via Skype, which is actually how we're doing the radio program right now, or also Hangouts, which are Google+, and we're really going to talk a lot today about Google+. Um, Sarah, you know, as, as we mentioned, lives in Switzerland, but she did live in California for four years a little bit earlier, um, so that's why she, does, she has you know, a little bit of a California accent. Um, so again, Sarah, welcome to the program. Thanks so much. Thanks for, for having me, Deb. It's a pleasure. Well, and, you know, I want to point out right at the very start that Sarah and I connecting really is the power of social media because we've never met in person. Up until about 30 minutes ago, we'd never even seen each other when we did a, a quick little test on Skype to make sure we were connected right. Um, and so the only communication we have ever had is through social media. So, you know, when people say, uh... I'm not finding the right people to connect with or how do I connect with people? It just goes to show it really doesn't take all that much to make fabulous connections. That's true. And I don't even remember which platform we connected first on. Now we're connected everywhere, Google+, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and Facebook. But I can't remember where we first connected. Maybe it was LinkedIn. I think it might have been LinkedIn, um, and it might have been. Actually, I think it was when I had someone else on my program talking about Google+, and that was, um, you know, and and we just kind of connected after, you know, we chatted back and forth a little bit about that. I remember Mm -hmm. you had Neil Neil Schaefer on on, on your program. Mm -hmm. Right, uh-huh. you know, and you know, we've we've had people talk about Google Plus several times, but I think it's always great to keep talking about it, and that's really going to be our focus today, um, because it is something that so many people still look at and think of and go, yeah, <laughs> you know, they they think that it's it's nothing because 
they're still on Facebook um, and they're still on Twitter and, and places like that. And, you know, I think what we need to, to really talk about is the fact that Google Plus is where people need to be. Um, you know, we're not discounting Facebook. We're not discounting Twitter. Certainly never discounting LinkedIn because I think that is the place where so many people absolutely positively have to be um, because that's, that is just the, the professional platform. And the cool thing is we're going to have Sarah back on in November to, to talk about LinkedIn. But today we're going to focus on Google+. And I love, Sarah, I was looking at your blog, and you were talking about the fact that Switzerland is several years behind with adopting a lot of this. And so Google Plus is still really pretty new there. And the funny thing is I get a lot of the same comments that you get here in the States when I tell people they should be on Google Plus. I get the eye rolls. I get the, but I'm already on Facebook. How many other places do you want me to be? You know, I get all of those comments. So let's just jump in. Why do people need to, and, and, I'm, and I'm not talking here just for fun, but why do businesses need to be on Google Plus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very good question. And, and to be very honest, I think you might have seen it on my blog, is about um, probably sometime in, in 2011, probably August or September sometime, I uh, posted a blog saying, I'm never going to be active on Google+. Plus. My audience is not there, so why would I waste my time there? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I uh, referred to this post recently um, because I, you know, I reacted like everyone else. They're like, oh, that's just another platform. Why do I have to be there? Well, finally, probably two years later, I started to realize, wait a minute, it's called Google+. Plus. Okay? Right. Google+. Uh, you know, hint, hint, is where I want to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, my audience is maybe not on Google+, but my audience is definitely using Google as a search engine. And so that's uh, probably the most important uh, factor why you have to be on Google+. It be, it's because of the Google search engine. And let's face it, I don't know very many people who use any other search engine than Google, um, you know, Bing and, and Yahoo, I Honestly, there's probably still people out there who use those, but mm-hmm. the majority of people use Google as a search engine. Right. And so that's why you have to be on Google+, because of the search results. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that really is where people are missing the boat, because they think, oh, it is just another social media platform. But, you know, that Google wants to make it successful. You know, they so they are kind of gently pushing, nudging uh, people to, to start using it because if, if for example, <coughs> excuse me, if I'm logged into Google+, which, you know, I always am, I just kind of leave that always on in the, in the background, when I do a search on Google, the first things that come up are other Google+, items or people. So, you know, that is, and, and that just, improves your visibility so much because, you know, whether we, you know, like it or not, we do have to acknowledge the fact that, you know, not a lot of people from a a true number standpoint are on Google+. So if your business is, it's going to stand out in those searches. And I think that's where people really need to to understand is you want to stand out on a search in Google, you've got to be on Google+. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the, the, the email uh, connection, right? So if you're logged in, mm-hmm. you're using, um, you know, Google Gmail addresses. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing is, is YouTube. Google now owns YouTube. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're, you know, producing videos, for example, well, YouTube um, comments can now be linked with Google Plus comments. So it's mm-hmm. really, that's why they call it a social layer. It's not just a separate platform. It's really mm-hmm. all integrated and, you know, all comes together and uh, comes down to search. Right. You know, and, and I think it may be catching on more and more because platforms like Facebook are, you know, to be honest, annoying people more and more, you know, and, and especially if you have a fan page. Um, you know, if you want your post to be seen, you have to pay for it. I mean, you have to do a sponsored post, you have to do um, an advertisement, things like that. And, you know, that's understandable. Facebook is a business. They ran for a very long time not making money, and now they have decided, hello, we need to make money. So if you want your, your business post to be seen, in a lot of ways, you have to pay for that on Facebook. Um, and, you know, there's, they're constantly doing things that make businesses really realize maybe that's not where I should be. 
so, you know, that I think makes it really timely for us to talk about transitioning at least part of your, your efforts onto Google+. Plus. Yeah. I think that's kind of how I started as well. I was just so fed up with with Facebook, uh, and I was like, well, maybe I should give this Google Plus another go. And seriously, if you just look in only at the people, you know, people on Facebook and people on Google Plus, there's it's night and day. I mean, on Google right. Plus, everybody is just so helpful. People are friendly. People are engaging. Um, you know, on Facebook, you're even struggling to get five likes any post on Google Plus it's really a, a really engaging community people will comment and put you uh, in touch with other people that might you know be there might be synergies to develop and it's a really friendly pr- place in mm-hmm. my opinion right well and part of that is the the fewer numbers i mean you know it is easier to be seen on a platform where there is less activity um, you know and and but you know, it just, it, it functions differently on Google+. Plus. I've got it open right now, and it's three columns, three full-size columns. And you can, the, the, to me, the visuals are always so much better. And on Facebook, you really do have to struggle. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is, even on your personal page on Facebook, your friends are not seeing everything you post. It is still run through a filter. You know, Facebook says you've not, you know, you've not had any, communication with this person in X number of months, so you probably don't care, so we're not going to show you their posts anymore. Um, you know, and, and so to, in order to, to see things, it's, it's a little bit different on Facebook. And right now, uh, you know, on Google+, everything that is posted goes out to everyone that you have circled. You know, it's, it's funny, they all have their own um, uh, act, you know, types of, of terms for it. So on, on Google+, you circle people. But it makes it cool because there is no filter. Everything goes out. Yeah, exactly. And and you can really follow also the you know, either people or, or the type of information that you want. It's it's customized to you. So um, yes, there's still a general news feed of all the people that you're circling, but then you can you know create these circles entirely uh, around a topic, for example, or around um, you know, a course that you're following. So you can really customize the information that you're getting as well. Where on Facebook, it's just, you know, everything's mixed in there. And and to be honest with you, Deb, I'm, I'm not really following the latest developments on, on Facebook anymore because mm-hmm. it just, you know, seemed like every two weeks there there was something new. So maybe there still is uh, ways to, to customize it as well, but I find it very complicated. Right. Where on Google, it's really simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, on Facebook, you can create lists, and I have done that um, because, you know, I always want to make sure that there are, you know, there are certain people that I always want to see every post. Some of those are my family, um, and then some of those are friends and, and business acquaintances, so I have those lists. But it is complicated to go to those. And if I'm looking on a mobile platform or my iPad, it gets even more complicated. And Google Plus makes it easy, as you said. Now, one of the cool things about Google Plus are communities. Um, what experience have you had with communities, and, and why should people start using communities on Google Plus? I think probably some of the best connections I've made were through those communities. Uh, some of them were very small communities, and you really start to get to know each other. And uh, you know, I don't know if, how many times it happened to you that you've connected with somebody on Facebook that you've never, you know, talked to them before. And on Google+, Plus, we'll talk about Hangouts later, but Google+, Plus has this um, kind of an add-on or an extension uh, where you can just jump on a Hangout, a private Hangout. And so this happens very often, actually, in communities that you see that you have some synergies to develop, and, you, and then the person will ask you, do you want to jump on a quick, spontaneous hangout? And so you open this new window, you, uh, you know, see each other, kind of like Skype, and you can talk to them. And so mm-hmm. I've, you know, met so many business owners from, you know, the U.S. or, or the rest of Europe, and we're now in touch, and we, you know, kind of can refer clients to each other, or we will do projects together, or run webinars together, or things like that. 
this is something that I've never seen happening on Twitter or Facebook or, right. or, or LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So I think communities really, you know, bring you closer together, and, and um, so that that's why it's important to to follow these communities and start engaging there. Mm-hmm. Well, and communities are basically just little subsets. Um, think of them as maybe, you know, an, an easy way is a suburb. You know, if you're thinking of Atlanta, then I live in the suburb of Mableton. <coughs> so you know, the same thing happens on Google Plus. And you can join communities that have already been established. So you can search for ones, um, you know, by topic, by industry, things like that. And you can also create your own, um, you know, and, and it's just, it, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like a LinkedIn group. Um, and you get out of it what you put into it. So if it's just, hey, I'm going to sign up for a bunch of communities, never participate, then, then why bother? But, you know, I'm looking here on, on uh, Google Plus right now, and, you know, there are several of the communities that I belong to that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of members. I mean, here's one called Social Media Strategy that has 139,000 members. Now, that's just on social media strategy. So think about your industry or your field. You know, for those who are, are listening, where did you really connect with people? Um, you know, and, but some of the most active communities, as Sarah mentioned, are some of the smaller ones where you really do kind of bond with these people. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, that's, that's right. Um, I get information maybe from the big communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of new knowledge and, and updates and, and stuff like that. But the connections usually happen on the smaller communities. So kind of right. when, you know, it might be really small, but then it expands, but you kind of grow with the community. So mm-hmm. that's where the most, uh, you know, close connections happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, when we're talking about connections, one of the things that I have found is it seems that there's a lot of very influential people, is maybe the best way to put it, who are on Google+. Um, Richard Branson is there, Guy Kawasaki, um, you know, and they're extremely active on Google+. They're active on the other platforms, but it's probably more along the lines of a cut-paste for what they're posting. But on Google+, they're active. And so if, say, you know, there's a, a post from somebody like a Richard Branson who owns, um, uh, you know, he's a, a multimillionaire and, you know, own, owns Virgin Air and, and, you know, lots of other very philanthropic things. If, if I start commenting on his posts, and it's not just, hey, great post, or thanks, or, you know, things like that, but really having that communication, he might notice that, um, you know, and, and so it is a good way to really build those. And, or maybe it's just, you know, somebody who's not the, the big celebrity, not the big influential person, but, Somebody that really has great information, and and so as as Sarah's mentioned several times, you can connect with those people far easier and far quicker a lot of times on Google Plus. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I mean, there's just such a more friendlier feeling on mm-hmm. it rather than you know. It also comes down to, for example, a lot of um, people have maybe used in the past have used Twitter to to reach out to influencers. Um, the thing is, with Google Plus, again, you, you're not limited with 140 characters, and mm-hmm. you can easily jump on this spontaneous hangout. So, so that's really some of the advantages to, to connect right. with influencers or just other bloggers or other business owners. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, the cool thing is, um, you know, you, you connect with they don't have to connect with you back. Uh, it's not like some of the other platforms where it has to be kind of a mutually connection type of thing. So, you know, it, like I, I am connected with Richard Branson. He's clearly not connected back with me. Um, but then I get to see his post, and maybe somewhere along the line he would decide he wants to, to uh, follow mine. But it's not a necessity. So that's where I like that is you can do all of that, and, you know, it's it's a much easier way to be able to, to get that information. That's true. Yeah, you're not, your news feed is then not, you know, flooded with all this information that you really didn't want. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's the case on in some of the other platforms. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and now the funny thing is, one of the things that I've noticed is the people that I'm connected with on multiple platforms, they, you know, on, on Facebook, it, well, they might be posting the same information, but on Facebook it's kind of that short 
simple little, hey, here's the information. But on Google Plus, they delve more into it and they really try and, and develop the conversations with people there. Right? And that's where I think one of the big differences lies is just in how people use the sites. You know, we're kind of on Facebook to be entertained. Um, you know, we want to be there to, to see the cat pictures or, you know, I posted a picture of my dog over the weekend winning um, her, part of her competition at the dog show, and 125 people have already liked that picture. I mean, clearly she's popular, but, uh, you know, on, on Google Plus, it is more business-oriented. There's still fun there, but it does seem kind of have a combination of business and fun, that, of course, LinkedIn is, is purely professional. Definitely great, with that. great. So amazingly, we are already ready for a break. So we're going to go ahead and, and take our first break. And when we come back, I want to talk with Sarah about what I think is the coolest feature of Google+. And we've already kind of briefly discussed it, but those are Hangouts. To me, this is why every person should sign up for a Google Plus account, simply for the Hangouts, um, whether it's personal or professional or combination. So I am Deb Creer, having a great time talking with Sarah Santacoche, um, calling in live from Switzerland, and we are on Mile High Radio, and we'll be back in just a moment. Yep, here's your problem. You haven't been listening to MileHighRadio.com. Founded in 1987 in Fort Collins, Colorado, the Egg and I restaurants are locally owned and operated. They are committed to providing a breakfast and lunch experience that exceeds their guest expectations. This is done by delivering exceptional food in a warm and comfortable environment, served fresh by their caring associates who are dedicated to making friends with everyone, every meal, every day. I invite you to come and see Mr. Barrett Jackson and his warm and friendly staff at 2630 West Bellevue Avenue in Littleton, Colorado. The next time you need a table for one or a large party, take advantage of their phone-ahead seating by calling 303-794-0100. The next time you are there, make sure you ask to meet the manager so you can find out what the Mile High Radio special of the day is. The Egg and I, it's the place to be in Littleton, Colorado. Parenting is a rewarding experience that comes with challenges. Every parent experiences moments when they are overwhelmed or frustrated. Families First wants you to know you are not alone. Colorado parents can call 1-800-CHILDREN for answers, resources, and support. This free confidential support line can be the difference between struggling alone and finding the support you need to strengthen your family. Call 1-800-CHILDREN or visit www.familiesfirstcolorado.org. And now, we're back for more fun and inspiration with social media expert Deb Creer and her fabulous guest. And we are back. I am Deb Creer, and I am having an absolutely fabulous time talking with Sarah Santa Croce. And before we go any further, Sarah, tell people how they connect with you, because even though you're in Switzerland... It is a very small world when it comes to the Internet and to social media, so we want to make sure that people get connected with you. So tell them how they find you. All right. Uh, well, the first thing probably that we should mention is Google+. Plus. So my Google+, Plus profile, just look me up for uh, under Sarah with an H at the end, Santa Croce, that spells S-A-N-T-A-C-R-O-C-E. Um, so that you find me on Google+. Plus. And then my website is Simplicity Small Biz with a um, B I Z and dot com. And if you're active on LinkedIn, I'm very active on LinkedIn as well. As you can look me up on LinkedIn as well. Just mention that you've listened to the show. I don't necessarily connect with everyone if I don't know, you know, how how we're connected or how you've heard about me. So, um, but if you just send me a customized message, I'd be happy to connect with you. Cool. Well, and of course, I tell people, you always, always, always have to send that personalized message on LinkedIn, even if it's just, you know, hey, Sarah, loved, you know, listening to you on the radio program. Don't just send their canned statement. I wish they'd just get rid of that and force people to do something, but. <sighs> no, they say optional. It's not optional. No, no. 
know. You know, unless I'm sitting across a table from somebody and I'm telling them, I'm sending you a request to connect on LinkedIn right now, I always personalize it. Um, you know, so that's our LinkedIn tip. And as I mentioned, we're going to have Sarah back on in November. And we're really going to talk LinkedIn then um, because it's, uh, you know, we want to make it like a New Year's resolution for people to get your LinkedIn profile absolutely spectacular. And Sarah is an expert in LinkedIn. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking about that. But we've been talking today about Google+. And before we talk about Hangouts, you know, let's talk about the fact that you've got your profile. What the heck do you do with it? What What is your strategy for posting, Sarah? That's a, that's a good question. I'm glad to bring it up because before you mentioned kind of like, you know, the difference between, you know, posting on Facebook and, 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 and people on Facebook, in my opinion, yeah, they either use it on a personal level and they post kind of, you know, cat pictures and, and or what they did over the weekend, which every now and then is fine because, you know, people do business with people, so they kind of want to know who you are. But... Um, I tend to feel that whenever they are posting something, um, you know, professional, it's just links, you know, link dropping. They just drop a link right. and then they expect you to just go over and, and read the whole thing. So um, that's what I'm, I was kind of getting annoyed at, at all these links. And, and, and so you don't really get the, the information that you want. Well, on Google+, Plus, it's very different. People are really, um, you know, assuming that, the engagement is happening on Google+, and so not everybody just necessarily wants to go to your blog. So you're not on Google+, just to generate traffic to your blog. That's not the idea. Uh, that's not what you know, is considered good etiquette on, on Google+. So Google+, posts, you will notice that they're kind of lengthy. They're longer than the ones on Facebook. So it's not just one line, check out my recent post. People will get annoyed at you very fast if you do that on Google+. It's really, you know, adding value by maybe just summarizing uh, what you've written in the post or, or even outlaying. Some people actually use Google+, as a microblog, so they will kind of have the blog in a short form right mm -hmm. there as a post. And, and so that's really the, 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 the way Google Plus is used. It's, it's much more, does my post add value or do I just try to, uh, you know, generate traffic to my site, which is not right. what you should be doing. Well, and one of the other things that I really see used very effectively on Google Plus is including a photo or an image. Um, now, granted, I have a big monitor, and so the images come across pretty big, but they're, I'm not sure why. They seem more vivid, more colorful, uh, you know, than the exact same image that I see on, on Facebook. And definitely more people use images on Google Plus than they do on Facebook. So if you're doing a post, really make sure that you catch people's attention by putting that image in there. Um, you know, otherwise, they might kind of skip on to something else. And, you know, you have the ability, the really cool thing that I like about Google+, especially compared to Facebook, is you can always select or add your own image. You know, the, it, it pops up with the suggested ones, but on Facebook, you're kind of stuck with the suggested ones, which may or may not be what you really want appearing. On Google+, you can have that image be exactly what you want it to be. Exactly, yeah. And, and there is actually a lot of photographers on uh, Google+, Plus, mm -hmm. I guess for that reason, because the visuals are just, you know, amazing. They Like, I agree with you, they, they, they just seem so much more colorful than on any on the other, of the other sites. Right. And, you know, and I honestly don't understand why, because, you know, it's, it's the same image and it's the same computer monitor, but whatever Google+, Plus does, they make that image look better. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they have the Auto Awesome, which, mm -hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> adds right. spe special effects to your uh, visuals, and there, mm -hmm. there's quite some cool stuff happening. <laughs> right, right. You know, you can definitely go in, and, and I, that's one of the features I love, is uh, it, you can, your photos, you, you have the ability to uh, kind of manipulate them a bit. You know, it's not a, a very complicated graphic program, but you can make them a little bit better, and you know, then one of the other really cool features that I love, and this is just a total personal one, I have an Android phone. And Google, you know, ultimately owns Android. 
so when I take pictures with my phone, they're automatically uploaded to Google+. Now, I don't share those because you know, I'm taking lots of, of pictures throughout the day, but I can go in there and I can um, edit them. I can also, uh, you know, it, it, it puts all of them there. So it's an archive. You know, when you change phones or your phone dies or, or whatever, you still have all of those pictures in Google+. And to me, that's just been one of the most invaluable things because, you know, I've, I don't always you know, remember to, to put my, my photos somewhere else, but I've got them all on Google+. I agree. Cool. I, I like that too. So I've heard other people say that they find that I don't know dangerous or something. But like you said, it doesn't automatically publish them. It's just mm -hmm. a backup. Right. And I believe the setting for that is that that it does publish them. So you have to go in and, and change that setting. But you know, I always tell people, you know, really make sure that that you have looked at all your privacy settings on any of your your social media platforms. But You know, I just, I think it's a cool feature because, you know, I have photos there from three phones ago that I wouldn't have anywhere else. Um, and, and you know that Google is still going to be around. It's not like you're putting it on a cloud somewhere and that company may or may not still be around after a while. But it's, to me, it's a great way to archive things. Yep, I agree. Well, now let's get back to what I think is, and, you know, I mentioned photos as being a cool feature, but absolutely my most favorite feature in Google Plus are Hangouts. So, Sarah, tell us what a Hangout is and, you know, how businesses can really use those. Mm -hmm. um, so, there's actually, you know what, what Google is not very good at, I think, is the termination of, of things, the nomination of things. Um, mm -hmm. You know, how they name their products because right. uh, there's Hangouts And uh, they're actually um, private hangouts mm -hmm. where, for example, you and I could hang out in a video call mm -hmm. and um, nobody else is watching or, or it's not recorded. So they call, they used to call that a, a private hangout and that, I think now they've changed to video call. Or, or, um, so just so you know that there's different types of hangouts. So the private mm -hmm. hangout where it's just two uh, people, up to up to 10 people actually, including the host, that can hang out privately so nobody else uh, is watching and it's not broadcast. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, a product that's called Hangouts on Air, which is, as the name says, uh, a live broadcast kind of similar to an interactive TV show, which uh, you broadcast uh, via your Google Plus page or profile, and at the same time, it also streams on your YouTube channel. So that's the different types of Hangouts. Now, obviously, the use is very different. Um, mm -hmm. The Hangout, the private Hangout can be used, for example, for client calls, coaching calls, group coaching calls, up to 10 people. And uh, I find it extremely powerful. I think uh, compared to Skype, for example, the video quality is much better. You can mm -hmm. also share your screen. Um, you can you know, chat at the same time. And so it, it's a great tool to connect uh, with people visually, obviously, from all over the world. Right. Um, what's, what's, which one did you refer to, the private Hangout or the Hangouts on here? Both. Um, you know, and, and Both. I like the private ones. And, and you mentioned Skype because on Skype you can only connect with one other person without paying. So, you know, if you want to connect with nine other people or, you know, up to nine other people, a Google Hangout is perfect for that. Um, you know, and, and I've used it here when we've had, say, committee meetings for various things that I'm on because Atlanta is, you know, a very large metropolitan area and it sometimes takes an hour easily to drive to where you need to be. So you've spent an hour driving and an hour return for maybe a 30-minute meeting. Everybody gets on Hangout. We have our quick little little meeting, and we're done. You know, and we saved a lot of time. So that's a you know you you had said you know use it for business. It's a great way for clients to be able to connect. You know, where clients are around the world anymore, or even across town. You don't need to physically be there. You can do a quick Hangout. So maybe it's that you have a customer that has a, a question. So he gets his representative on a Hangout, and then you get, say, a tech person on there showing him how to do it. They share the screen. They do whatever, 
and you saved everybody a lot of time, but you answered their, their question in, in a really great way. Exactly. Skype has actually um, upgraded their their uh, services in because they noticed that you know Google ah. Plus uh, Hangouts became, becomes a competitors, and so now mm-hmm. you can uh, video call free with up to ten people. Ah, yeah, they have changed that uh, recently. Mm-hmm. I think in 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 the spring or something. So, oh, I but that. still, still, I I still prefer the video quality of the of the Hangouts. And um, if you use YouTube in combination with the Hangouts, even though if, it, if it's a private Hangout, you can set it up so that it records right. your session with those with the group um, onto your YouTube channel, and then you have the actual recording mm-hmm. of that uh, conversation. So that's very right. handy, too. Well, and, you know, that makes it so nice because on, on YouTube, you can set your videos as private or you know ones where you have to actually give somebody the link. So maybe it's your sales team that has a Google Hangout, and there were two or three who weren't able to to participate. Well, you just give you make the the YouTube video private, and then you give them the link, so they're still able to see that information, um, and and uh, you know per- not participate obviously because they're not watching it live. But it's a great way to really keep people connected um, and and show them. What's going on? And, you know, email is great and, you know, things like that, but it is, there is just something different with video. We truly enjoy being able to see things like that. Plus, if you're using it for business, I mean, how many times have you been on, say, a conference call, just a physical call with somebody, and you know they're not paying attention? You know, I used to be on some conference calls that lasted an hour, two hours long, and yeah. I will admit, I didn't always pay attention. If they're on video, you better be paying attention. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And then the Google Hangouts on air, obviously, um, that's taking it um, to another level, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like now you just have the opportunity to host your free TV show, mm-hmm. you know, for free. It's like amazing. You can broadcast your video to the whole world. Potentially, the whole world can see you, and um, so it goes live. And it's you know kind of nerve wracking in the first few times because everything you do, well, you know this is live. So you know whether technology works or not, you're right. going to be going live. Mm-hmm. And um, and the and the nice thing again, the the you know Google owns YouTube, so this Hangout on Air is immediately recorded, and uh, then we'll also stream on YouTube, and and we'll create a video that everybody can go back and watch, and you can obviously promote it, uh, not just on Google Plus, but on LinkedIn and, and Twitter, mm-hmm. and you can send them to that recorded video. Right. So lots yeah. of potential there. Yeah, you know, it can be things like you know maybe you and I connect. And, and do a hangout and, and you're giving LinkedIn tips. Maybe, you know, we're, we're showing all of those and we allow people to call in and ask questions, but then we also record it and, you know, post it on YouTube. Uh, you know, so that's a great way, you know, maybe you're a business person who has a new product or service that you want to tell people about or, you know, your, your quick tip of the week or you know, all these various things. It makes it so easy to be able to do it. And, you know, we can't hit on this enough. It's, Google. (laughs) It it is Google and it is YouTube. And, you know, at least for the the foreseeable future, those are the big guys on the block. Um, You know, Facebook may be kind of leveling out on the number of people who are joining it because I think, you know, there's enough people who are also getting tired of it and dropping. And I don't see Google going anywhere. You know, it's it's going to, at least, you know, for, for quite a while, be big dog on the block. And just, you know, with video, I, I mean, I see it with my kids. I have a, an 11-year-old, and that's where he goes. He doesn't, not even necessarily to Google anymore, but he goes to YouTube because he wants the visual, you know, right. anything. And he, and he always tells me, why don't you YouTube it? That's a new word now. Um, <laughs> and so I think that's where, that's where we're going. It's mm-hmm. you know, combination of Google and YouTube. Right. No, and, and I use YouTube a lot, especially if I have like a, a technical support type of question. One of the very first things I do is I go to YouTube and I search. And you know, and it's funny, I do that for a lot of things. You know, maybe I'm not sure how to do something on WordPress, 
I'll go to YouTube and see if somebody has posted a video about it. Or, um, you know, some of the coolest things I've seen are, you know, how to pack for long vacations or, you know, how to fix your car. You know, all of those things. People are able to do those training videos for free, you know, and you've got your computer that has uh, a camera. You've got your phone, obviously, that has a camera, all these various things. And so it's a great way to really in a lot of ways, compete with the big guys, um, you know, because you're able to, to put stuff out there just like they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we are already ready for another break. Holy cow, I hadn't even noticed until I glanced at the clock because time is really just flying. So when we come back, we're going to finish talking about Google Plus and really why businesses want to use it. I want to talk a little bit about how maybe it's a little different in the United States as opposed to in uh, Switzerland where Sarah is. Um, but we, you know, and we really want to convince people <coughs> excuse me, that they need to be on Google+. So I am Deb Creer talking with Sarah Santa Croce on Mile High Radio, and we'll be back in just a moment. Yep, here's your problem. You haven't been listening to MileHighRadio.com. The Chelsea Hutchison Foundation is a Colorado nonprofit corporation formed by Julie and Doug Hutchison to help individuals, particularly children and young adults who have epilepsy. The main focus is to raise funds to provide grants for trained seizure response dogs that may be able to detect an oncoming seizure and provide warnings and or respond after the onset. The foundation also provides MFIT monitors for those in need. MFIT movement monitors are the latest technology for monitoring and individual who, during sleep, may experience seizures, which a caregiver or family member should be alerted to. The Chelsea Hutchison Foundation is named for Julie and Doug's beloved daughter, Chelsea, who died in her sleep during a seizure in April of 2009. The cause of her death is called SUDEP, or Sudden Unexplained Death in Epilepsy. During the six years that Chelsea had seizures, no one had ever told the Hutchisons that a seizure could take her life. As a result of that omission, the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation raises SUDEP awareness so other families are not blindsided in the same way that they were. For more information on the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation, please click on the banner ad right here on milehighradio.com. This is the worst weather we've seen in quite some time, folks, and I don't see any end in sight. People have been calling in from across the state complaining their basements are flooding. They need the waterproofing solutions from basement systems. If you want a dry basement or crawl space that will weather any kind of storm, you need the patented solution from basement systems. With a lifetime warranty, it's customized for your basement. I'm predicting this storm front's heading your way. Call 800-330-1872 for a free estimate or visit basementradiooffer.com. More stimulating talk radio. MileHighRadio.com And now, we're back for more fun and inspiration with social media expert Deb Creer and her fabulous guest. And I am Deb Creer, and I love my music because it's thank you for being a friend, and I do thank everybody for being my friend. And if we're not already connected on social media, well, why the heck not? It's pretty easy. You just go to my website, which is debcreer.com, and that's D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R.com, and you'll find all of my social media links. And again, join me in welcoming back Sarah Santa Croce. And tell people one more time, Sarah, how did they find you online? Thanks, Deb. Yeah, um, the best the way to find me is uh, to go to my website, simplicitysmallbiz.com, or look me up on Google, Sarah Santa Croce, uh, Sarah with an H at the end, and Santa Croce spells S-A-N-T-A-C-R-O-C-E. And you can also send me a customized uh, invitation to connect on LinkedIn, and I'd be happy to connect with Perfect, perfect. Well, we've been talking all about Google Plus. And, you know, for anybody who is a business owner, whether it's a small business or a medium to size, medium to large size business, or even a solopreneur or an entrepreneur with a, a small force, you have to be on Google Plus. 
You know, we're just going to put it out there and we're going to say you have to be on Google+. And the reason you have to be on Google+, is it is Google. If you want to be found on Google, if you want to have a leg up on being found on Google, if YouTube, all of the things that Google owns, get on Google+. And I know you're panicking and you're thinking, oh, another social media platform. Trust us when we say that you might find, without an awful lot of work on your part, Google Plus will get you more clients, more customers, more leads and referrals than anything except maybe LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn is our baby and we love LinkedIn, but I think Google Plus really is the place that the businesses need to be. Yeah, and, and we said it before, because of the search results. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, uh, Deb. I mean, I'm still a big fan of LinkedIn for for B2B. Um, But people search on Google, and that's why you need to be on Google+. Right. You know, and especially if you have an Android phone, you know, it is the default search engine. That's just what comes up is, is Google. So you have to be there. Now, you know, before we broke, I, I was talking about the fact that, you know, Hangouts are so cool, and I think people really need to, to check them out. They, you know, it's, it's a great way. I have, you know, committee members for something that I'm working on that are across the United States, and it's just so quick, so easy to be able to connect with them and, and um, you know, see them rather than sending emails back and forth. It's just like in an office. You can send emails back and forth and emails back and forth, but the second you pop into somebody's office, it just takes that level of communication up so many ways, and, and you get much more done a lot of times when you see people face-to-face. Yeah, and even if it's virtual, it's still you still mm-hmm. see them, right? So the right. connection is definitely different than, than just sending emails. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know... Uh, Let's let's come back to this, Sarah. We're we're talking about it. We're really wanting to emphasize it. But talk to us more about why a business should be on Google Plus. Um, now we have Google Places, which kind of all kind of merged into Google Plus here in the states. That same thing happened to uh, to Google in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe just to, to, you know, give you some background uh, in terms of, of, you know, Switzerland and how things are here. Um, people are still very heavily on Facebook. Uh, we have probably about a two-year delay. So, you know, in the, in the States, a lot of people start to quit Facebook. Well, here, some people just started their business page on Facebook. And so... If I come along and tell them now, oh, no, Facebook, you know, it's no longer um, valuable for small business owners. You should be on Google+. Plus. They're like, what? I, I thought, you know, <laughs> Facebook was all the hype. So mm-hmm. it, it really is, um, you know, a big difference. But when I start to tell them about search engine results, right. that's when they understand, oh, okay, so it's not just a social platform. It has to do with the you know search engine results and that's mm-hmm. when they start to get it and uh, yeah that's that's really what it comes down to right well and of course the cool thing is even here in the states but you know in Switzerland where there's a, a little bit of a, a, a delay in adoption Google Plus is the the stepchild or you know the the one that's not used as much so if you start having a good presence there it will stand out because. There are is fewer competition for people to to see your posts and, and see what's going on. Of course, yeah. Actually, uh, with with two colleagues here, we're actually going to be probably some of the first who are going to start our own um, Google Hangout on air uh, monthly show. So that will definitely hope. Well, we're hoping to to make some impact because it's just not done here yet. And so we'll we'll launch that in September. And I look forward mm-hmm. to to. See, see how this, um, you know, how people react because it's it's completely new to them. Yes, people have videos, but they're mostly they're all, you know, kind of the staged videos. So none of them mm-hmm. are live. So this will definitely be very new. And and yes, it's probably just as new in the U.S. because it's not like every business does Google Hangouts on air. It 
you know, take some work and, and, and I guess a bit, bit of courage. I'm not very, a, a very, uh, outgoing person or, or I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert. So mm-hmm. being in front of camera is not easy for me either, but I just know that I have to do it because, you know, that's what people want. They mm-hmm. want to see me. So, right. um, I think it will make a, a great impact. Yeah. Well, and seeing people really does help with that personal connection. Um, you know, we, we work with people we know, we like, and we trust, and there is something about seeing them, you know, and, and seeing them in uh, their, their office, you know, maybe not in the studio where they've had somebody do their makeup and, you know, their clothes and all of those things. If they see somebody in their office, or, you know, it depends on, on you know, obviously what your hangout is and what the purpose is, they see the real you, and I think that really resonates with people. Um, you know, it's it's funny when I see a commercial, you know, paid television commercial, and it's a celebrity telling me to do something. I'm like, oh, whatever. But if this, you know, if, if the same, you know, if, if I've got the same message from, you know, an, an everyday colleague or somebody like that, I would be much more likely to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it, it's it's a good point that you bring up that, you know, people need to see you and and, and who you really are. And, and maybe also, I, I also agree that they need to see your surroundings because mm-hmm. a lot of these Google Hangout experts started to actually have a professional backdrop where it just mm-hmm. has the logo. Um, right. I'm not a big fan of those, to be honest with you, Deb. I just think it's too staged again. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'd rather... You know, have them see that I have this, you know, couch in my in the back of my room, or mm-hmm. or I have, uh, yeah, I have palm trees because I miss California or things like that. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. so I think it makes it more personal if you don't have this professional studio mm-hmm. setup. Um, right. But then again, it depends on your business. I'm, you know, it's just me, the business. So I, I, I guess if you have a bigger business, then yeah, it makes sense to have the, mm-hmm. the professional. Right. Uh, well, and, you know, I think we can't emphasize this enough. A hangout is free, you know, and, and so if you're a business on a pretty limited budget, uh, you know, I know you like to work with small business owners and solopreneurs. This is free, folks. You turn your camera on, <laughs> you know, and, and you probably already have a camera on your computer, on your iPad, on your phone, whatever, um, and it's a live broadcast. Now, granted, you can film video and edit it and, and put it on YouTube later, but the cool thing about a Hangout is it's live. Um, you know, yeah, it is scary. You know, what happens if you sneeze in the middle of it? Or, you know, if you home office like me and the cat comes wandering in or the trash truck drives up up front? You know, all of those things. But, again, that adds to kind of letting people know that you're just like them. Um, you're not, you know, the, the celebrity spokesperson who is doing whatever. You're just like them. And, and so, it, to me, I love all of those those personalized type of touches. Yeah, and, and, you know, I have a lot of clients who don't like to create blog posts. They're like, I'm not mm-hmm. a writer. I just, right. well, then maybe you're good at videos, so do mm-hmm. do those hangouts. Mm-hmm. It's just another type of content, which you can then repurpose. You can use those uh, YouTube videos from the hangouts and embed them in your blog posts, and you can can even extract the audio and you know upload it to SoundCloud, for example, mm-hmm. and you have yourself a podcast. So right. um, there's really a lot of things you can do with that. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, if you, you know, once you have it on YouTube, then you can share it on your other social media sites. Um, so it's you know, we're, we're not saying go away from Facebook, don't use LinkedIn or Twitter. This is just a way that really ties them all together. And to me, that's what makes it a little easier for a business owner because they're thinking, another thing that I have to do, you know, they, they really do all kind of tie together if you have a strategy for it. Um, so, so tell us, I know, Sarah, you do training programs and you work with clients. Tell us a little bit about some of that and, and how, even from Switzerland, you can help people here in the United States. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do have regularly clients from the U.S. Um, and you know, most of the time zones work. California is actually probably the most difficult time zone to to uh, arrange because it's a nine-hour time difference. But uh, mountain time zone, I have a, a client right now in mountain time, and, and mm-hmm. no, no problem at all. Most of them are still, um, you know, 
on Skype. They just haven't had enough training for me to switch over to Google Hangouts. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, Skype works really well for those uh, training sessions or, 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 of course, Google Hangouts, like uh, like we said. And, and, yeah, it just basically helped, uh, yeah, a lot of small business owners, solopreneurs, uh, coaches to improve their online presence. That's what I do. So I they have a website and they want to generate more presence online. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, again, it just goes to show you how small the world is. Um, you know, we were uh, kind of joking before we started the program that wouldn't it be nice if we got frequent flyer miles for this because by the time you figure the station is in Denver, I'm in Atlanta, and you're in Switzerland, we're covering a lot of ground here. But we're covering a lot of ground here, and it's very easy. It's very simple. Um, we did it via Skype um, rather than a Hangout just because that's the technology that we need to do to, to uh, be able to connect with the radio station. But, you know, you, this was, it would be just as easy if you and I were next door to each other. So for, for businesses to, to try and, you know, obviously there are brick-and-mortar businesses that do have to limit, um, you know, but... On that, I tell them you never know who your connections are connected to. Uh, you know, I've had people who've said, "Oh, I'm only going to connect with people on you know whatever social media platform, with people in my zip code or my city or my state." And I tell them that's so limiting because you really don't know who someone else knows. Um, you know, you mentioned somebody in the Mile High uh, area code. Well, that's you know, or in the Mountain Time Zone. That could be somebody that's a great connection for somebody in Denver, um, you know, or Montana, or you know, all those places. So it, it, you shouldn't limit. Now you can limit, you know, for a variety of reasons. You know, you don't want spam and, and all those, but always think outside the box. Um, you know, and, and think of who your good connections would be. Yeah, I mean, the world speaks English nowadays. There's really mm-hmm. no more limits. I have right. a client in Australia as well, so mm-hmm. it really. Yeah, there's no more borders. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, about technology. And, yes, every now and then, you know, there's there's uh, issues or glitches, but, you know, most of the time everything works fine. So, mm-hmm. right. really, um, you know, and, and go ahead. you know, as we've been saying, you and I connected on social media. You know, we are thousands of miles apart, literally, and we connected on social media. So, um, you know, it's it's something that, Business owners, solopreneurs, you know, salespeople, whatever, you really need to think about expanding and connecting with people that are further away from you than, than what you might have, have initially been thinking about. Yeah, and I think Google Plus really is an eye-opener for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. I think before Google Plus, maybe I was also maybe more limited to 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 yeah, maybe Europe, UK, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But recently on Google Plus, yeah, I've I've really you know that this doesn't even matter where they are anymore. It mm-hmm. really doesn't because you just as long as you have an internet connection and uh, you just jump on a hangout and there you are. Obviously, right. then every now and then it's you know that's like the 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 really very on the top. If you actually get to meet those people in real life, mm-hmm. that's like whoa, oh, yeah. wow, we've yeah. been talking together for mm-hmm. a year and uh, all of a sudden you you meet them in real life that that's that's great but um Mm -hmm. you know during the year you can just collaborate uh, via hangouts Mm -hmm. right you know and and it does make things so much easier so much better um you know on the hangout you can have up to 10 people so you know it's the sales team it's potential new customers it's current customers you know, business associates, friends, you know, all of those various things. And, you know, again, we're going to say it over and over. It's free. You're not having to pay to be on Google Hangout. Um, you can archive it and, and save it on YouTube so other people can watch it. You can mark it private. You can make it public. So the, it really is, the potential is completely unlimited. Um, so, you know, one, we, we've got about two minutes left, Sarah, so give us one quick final tip as to why a, a small business owner or a solo entrepreneur or anybody really should be on Google+. I, I, if I can allow myself, I'm going to give you maybe a, a tip um, about the, the, your profile because okay. we, we've talked about, you know, connecting and, and I think we, we really, you know, 
push people and, and make them understand, okay, it's about search results. But if I can give you a tip about your profile, mm-hmm. make sure on Google+, Plus the profile is really important because it's the first thing people will go and have a look at when mm-hmm. they decide whether or not they want to follow back because um, or, or circle you back, I should say, not, not mm-hmm. use Twitter to, uh, <laughs> wording. So that's why... Um, your your profile is really important, and you need to make it as friendly as the rest of the Google uh, universe, and 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 come over as somebody that people would want to connect with. Mm-hmm. So you know, have a look at at, at, at Deb's uh, profile and mine, and and kind of get the tone because that's really what it comes down to. People will only circle you back if they get this. You know, if they're interested in what, mm-hmm. and if they go to your profile and there's nothing there, just you know, a link to your website and that's all. Well, you're not never going to be circled back. Right. So I think that's uh, an important message here: fill mm-hmm. out your profile and, and, and add value already there. You know, send them to links of, of uh, blog posts that uh, mm-hmm. help people get started on Google Plus or something like that. Perfect. Perfect. Well. We have run out of time, um, but I, it's so cool for me to be able to say that I already have Sarah scheduled in November so that we can talk in depth about LinkedIn. Um, but again, Sarah, thank you so much for being on today. For those of you who are listening live, we won't be on next week because it is Labor Day and you know we're all taking the, the time off. And so if you tune in, you'll just hear fabulous music. Um, but again, Sarah, thank you so much. And we will be back talking with uh, people on Mile High Radio in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Deb, for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant I'm not ashamed to say I hope it always will stay this way My hat is off Won't you stand up and take a bow This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.